The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon to all of you on the East Coast and good morning to you on Central Time, Mountain and Pacific and Hawaiian Time. This is I Love Braille and I am Terry Nettles, your host for this month. Not host, I'm sorry, your facilitator for this month, filling in for um, Vileen Shaw. He is away on vacation out of the country. Um, and we are here. I welcome all of you. I welcome the new people. This is um, sponsored by the um, East Bay Center for the Blind and ACB is putting it on their ACB media as well as uh, people who can call in on ACB. And we really appreciate everyone being here. And again, welcome to everyone. So this week, um, the topic was, I have a question. I did not receive anything from anybody. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to ask a question first. People can respond, give their comments. And then after that, I'm going to open it up to questions. I wanted to thank Ibrahim um, in advance, our, um, our host. And he is going to uh, call on people who have their hands raised. And, and he will also lower your hands for you. So with that, let's get started. Um, my question, it's not a difficult question, but it's more of like, what is your preference? So for those of you who are Braille, pretty good Braille users, I'd like to know what is your preference um, in reading um, Braille? Would it be in hard copy Braille or would it be on a Braille display? Some of us, not. I realize that there are still some states that do not have the um, the e-readers that the Library of Cong the, the National um, Library of Congress um, Braille, you know, the services has not sent out yet. Um, so, but but there are people who do have Braille displays, I'm sure, or note takers. So, um, I want to know what is your preference and why. So, Abraham, you can let us know when we have raised hands, and you can call on them, please. Um, we, uh, we have Rick. I think. All right, Rick. Yes. Oh, good. I'm on the normal phone, so it's actually working. <laughs> uh, well, I really haven't given the Braille display a good try yet, but it, it just seems so awkward to me. But uh, I do like hard copy, uh, though I know it's bulky, and I understand the advantages of the display that you can take it places and. Um, Download books to it, which sounds awesome. But yeah, having to hit a, a button for every 20 characters or so just seems really awkward to me. But I haven't given it a fair try. So that's about all I got. Well, that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you, Rick. Do we have anybody else? We have Michael Mole. Okay, Michael. Thank you. Uh, a few things. Uh, one. Uh, I do. I I use a braille display, 
the reason why I use it is because it's because I could read. I have access to more uh, Braille. For example, if I'm, you know, I have it hooked up to my PC, and I also noticed that you know, for those of us who are in the United States who use BARD uh, Braille and audio reading download, the BRF files that are on the BARD site, if you have that same book in front of you in hard copy, gives you, you know, the, the it, it's exactly the same with the you know the line lengths and things like that. So uh, I I I prefer the uh, the Braille display with, for example, like forty cells because it gives you more of a true representation representation of what a paper book would would be. You know, because with the paper, you obviously get you, you would get the formatting of a particular page with a display. It may just take you longer to get that uh, the formatting. So I use a forty forty cell braille display, and it also it also depends on the like the screen reader you use, the type of display, the commands, and things like that. So there's advantages and there's you know there's pros and cons to both having a paper and display so but if you can I, I just like I just like using the braille display myself. Okay, great. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Okay. Anybody we else? No other raised hands. No other raised hands, really? Okay. I will give my opinion or my 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 two cents worth, if you will. Um I like I can see advantages and disadvantages of both. I prefer the braille display. Um because number one, um, if I'm downloading from Bard, I can have all my books and I don't have to send them back. So if there's cookbooks, for example, that I want to hang on to or uh, knitting books or, you know, that kind of thing, I can I can keep them indefinitely. Um, whereas if you have the hard copy, you have to send it back. Of course, now they have Braille on demand, so you can keep that. But um also, it is less bulky, um, and I like the dots better on that because dots eventually can get rubbed down in, in, on the regular books. And um, the thing about having the, the hard copy, though, a lot of people say that, it, and which is true, is that you can skim a lot faster. Um, like if you want to skim to the next article real quick um, or chapter, you can just well, of course, on a Braille display, if you know what it is, uh, you can just do the find command like chapter 2, chapter 20 or whatever. But for the most part, um, if you don't know the name of an article, if you're reading magazines or whatever, then you, you can just kind of quickly scan down the page and until you find um, the new page. Or, or the new three days, Dan. Okay, good. Thank you. Yay. All righty. Uh, we have Linda. Okay, Linda. Lepowski. Now, I'm a new Braille user, so I don't have a lot of experience with hard copy, but I have been reading a lot now on my Braille display, the, the one from NLS. And of course, I have a love-hate relationship with it because I have the Zoomax. But one of the things that I prefer is the Braille is so much cleaner. And I've noticed that in paper Braille, I have gotten Braille that has been hard copy Braille that's been wrinkled because it's come through the mail. It's almost been folded. And I, as a new reader, I can't read that very, very well. I need flat Braille. 
And the other thing is with paper Braille, when you're at the top or the bottom of the page, sometimes that Braille is sort of rolled down a little bit. Again, it's not totally flat. So I'm finding that using the Braille display has, has really, really, really helped me learning Braille and, and being able to read quicker. And it is a bit of a nuisance every 20 characters to have to hit the button, but you, you get kind of fast at it. And sometimes I've hit it before I really finished the line. So Rick, that turns out not to be much of a problem. That's good. Thank you so much, Linda. We have Jody next. Jody? <laughs> yes. Hello. Hey, Jody. Uh, I, hello. I, I agree with uh, what Linda just said. And I really like, I, I've been reading Braille for about five years now. And I like the Braille, dis well, the Zoomex Braille display is, would not be my first choice. But I've also got the, you know, that, that uh, e-reader. But I really love the fact that, um, it's, you don't lose your place. So uh, I, I would say I prefer the, uh, hard, the uh, Braille display to hard copy. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, Jody. And then we have Erica Wolf. Yes, I'd like to start off by asking, does anyone on the call happen to know whether all the e-readers are the same? from all state libraries. I'm actually waiting on my e-reader to arrive. I have been for some time from my state NLS library. There are and two that they are, they have out. Um, this is, yeah. This is Zoom Jody. Max, I believe, right, Jody? Yeah, one is from uh, HumanWare and the other one is from ZoomX. And uh, now when you've got the ZoomX or actually the HumanWare too, is you can still move from sentence to sentence, line to line, paragraph to paragraph, and, and uh, you know, there are key cords for that, just like you would have if you were trying to search through a hard copy. So, um, but there are two models, HumanWare and ZoomX. Okay, and then, um, okay, all that's on the call now. Have you pretty much used the one from HumanWare or the other? Uh, the other well, this is Jody again. Can... I have the ZoomX one and so does Linda. I think it depends where you live. I know yeah. uh, in Iowa, they have the HumanWare one. I have the um, HumanWare in Maryland. Yes, oh, okay. you don't have a choice. You get whatever your regional library has gotten yes. in a stock. I'm and I heard that there's some quirky things with the um, ZoomX, but... Yes. Oh, there are. I'm waiting to get mine. Hopefully, it'll be arriving fairly soon. I live what there state are you in? I'm in Missouri, and so my, my state library is Wolfner. It's in our capital city, and so anyhow, each time I've called the library, which hasn't been that often, a couple different times I've called, and I've been told, well, it should be on the way fairly soon. We're needing to actually get training here ourselves is what I've been told by the, the workers that, that answer the calls. I wonder, too, uh, I've recently entered into that program where you can receive a hard copy Braille book each month for three months consecutively. So I've received one. And, you know, I really like it so far. It's really rather interesting. It's all about strengthening your vocabulary. And it's in a, a two-volume book. The thing is, though, I'm having some difficulty learning and reading the uh, symbols that are, that are used pretty extensively throughout. It's a little hard to follow. Uh, for instance, like they have these columns set up. And so this is something I'd really like to work on on some of those breakout sessions that you offer on some of the other calls that I need to, to join here in the future. The ones uh, concerning 
uh, I love Braille. I think that's what you said it was. Uh, we do have Elizabeth on uh, who raised her hand. Maybe okay. Top okay, yeah. I'll go ahead and lower my hand and I'll and mute. But I was just. Hi, the call you're the call you're thinking of joining, Erica, would be a Braille Room, and that's on Sunday and Tuesday at um, six Eastern time, and we will work with you on whatever you want to work on. Are are you are you talking about working on UEB? Well, the thing is, there's all these different uh, symbols throughout this book that I happen to already receive and right. i'm having some difficulty i'm not really used to reading all these symbols normally i'm wondering um, what started, you're referring to as symbols it may be ueb but you're welcome to show up with the book okay. and we will i mean you can tell us what dots they are and somebody you know we will know and also on saturday evenings we do a uh, um, a call that is massive, that's everybody. So Sunday and Tuesday is breakout rooms, but Saturday at 6, Braille together, as its name says, we are all together and we do a theme call. And this Saturday is going to be on how to use BARD in various ways. BARD Express, the iOS app for BARD, BARD from your computer, um, and not just talking about Braille on demand, but also talking about the other audio possibilities that Bard has. So you may want to join us for that. We'd love to have you. And it's a good way to chat and meet people when we're all together and not in individual breakout rooms. So there's three calls you can do. We will we'll catch up with you. Oh, thank you so um, much. Thank you, Elizabeth. I was going to actually ask you to um, say something, so <sighs> you beat me to the punch, so I'm well, glad. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you very much for doing that. I wanted and, to expound on that. Well, a couple minutes. I do need to say that I spoke with um, the past president of um, Braille Revival League, who many of you know well, Paul, and Paul talked about how Braille Revival League would like to do a Braille Memorandum article with people who know about resources, writing down a list of resources and putting that together for the Braille Memorandum. Now, I hesitate to do it myself because I don't want it to even implicitly, I don't want it to come across as consumer reports, I, endor I endorse this product thing. We just want it to be a vanilla listing. You'd go here, you can get slates. You go there. It doesn't say the quality of the slates or, you know, anything. It's just a, a description. And some people are really good at resources. Hannah's good at resources. And other people are good at resources. You may want to get together and collaborate on writing that kind of Braille memorandum article and submitting that. There's been some interest from the Braille Revival League. So I'm just passing that along for them. I'll now unmute myself and be quiet. Oh, Elizabeth, don't unmute yet. <laughs> um, uh, just just um, double check. Um, sorry, because I was looking at something else. Real no, quick. it's all right. I'm back. Um, I wanted to. Did, can you give the can you give the days um, or did yes. you already? I'll do when? it again. Yes. Braille together, which is our meeting group where we meet all all in one big group and we can have anywhere from 15 to 30 people there. Uh, we have theme calls. Dorlin facilitates the theme calls. She's brilliant at it. She's so good. It's, it's, you should show up just because Dorlin's so cool. Um, so come to the Saturday call this Saturday at 6 Eastern time. We're doing, um, uh, it's a 90-minute call, and it's all about BARD. 
And we're not going to just talk about Braille on demand or the e-readers. We're going to also talk about um, the fact that you can get audio and stuff in various ways of accessing BARD. So she'll do a whole thing. And then on Sunday evening and Tuesday evening at 6, we do the Braille room, which is the breakout rooms. And people show up and people use them in very in innovative ways. People show up and and they practice reading so they can get their reading speed up and get their fluid, you know, reading out loud ability up. People practice the alphabet when they're beginning, um, maybe a Hadley course. And so they show up and we sort of personalize things so that they feel comfortable working with the Hadley workbooks and they're not all alone. They can come in and we can help them and, and we can sort of be the human side of Braille. So hopefully that works. If you need to reach us, you can uh, write to brl at earthlink.net. Um, and I will now um, unmute myself. And maybe if Dorlin is here, Dorlin can give her email also. Thank you, Elizabeth. Is Dorlin here? She is. I did. Yes, she is. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Sorry, I didn't have my uh, headphones on. Uh, yeah, if you guys need to get in touch with me um, about the Braille breakout rooms that we do on Sunday and Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern or our um, Braille together on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern as well, you can email B-R-L-B-O-R-L-Y-N at gmail.com. So that's the contraction for Braille and then my name at Gmail. So I'll just give it one more time. It's B-R-L-D-O-R-L-Y-N at gmail.com. And thank you, Terry, for uh, letting everyone know about our, our meetings. That's great. Appreciate it. Okay, yes. Okay, thank you. All right, Abraham, do we have another hand raised? Oops. We have Estelle. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Estelle. Thank you. I was just going to ask for those email addresses, and I appreciate you giving them out. I've been trying to get information and phone numbers for those meetings, and I just have never been able to get it done. So I thank you for those emails. That's all I had. Thank you. Sure. Hi. On the, in, on the community call list, when it says Braille Together, Below it, there's a link that says send mail. And if you hit that link, you will go to brl at earthlink.net, which is the email I gave you first. So if you ever lose it, just go to the ACB calendar and on the listing for the Braille Together, there will be a link for uh, getting to us. Okay, thank you. Any more hands, Abraham? We have Larry Johnson. Larry? Hi, welcome, Larry. Uh-oh. Um, oh, he disappeared. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, there's no more raised hands. Okay. Um, so does anyone have a a question that they would like to present to the group. 
We have Joel with it as hand. Okay, Joel. Joel. Oh, Joel. I'm sorry. Hello, this is Jill. Um, my question is: I'm looking for a map of the United States, but I want something like very simple, just with um, you know, where you could feel the outline of the edges between each state, and just like the state name, just something very basic. And I was just wondering if anyone has any experience with maps and recommendations. That's a great question. I remember having those in school. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, something exactly. Okay. Something Do, does anybody have any input basic. on that? Okay. I'll I wouldn't mute. mind seeing that myself again. <laughs> Let's see if we have anybody who may know where we can get maps. Um, we do have three other raised hands, but okay. there is there is it they before the beforehand. question. Okay. Yes. Rick, um, do you happen to Elis know of any? Oh, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, okay. Stand. okay, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, I know National Braille Press has some maps available. I don't know whether they include one of the entire United States, but if you want National Braille Press, you can call one eight hundred five four eight seven three two three. That's one eight hundred five four eight seven three two three and find out what kind of maps they have. You also may want to check with the American Printing House for the Blind. I think they used to do maps, but I don't know what and just find out. It could be possible. National Braille Press, I know, has maps. This and is Erica. I'm this sorry. And I, go ahead, Erica. That's okay. I, I wanted just to break in for a moment. Uh, I just wanted to give you some input. I believe the San Francisco Lighthouse for the Blind has those available. Not just the U.S. maps, but other maps too. Global maps, I believe they do in Braille. I, I thought I had remembered um, San Francisco. Reading, yeah, lighthouse. the lighthouse for the blind in San Francisco. Okay. Just do you have I a contact to, um, information for that? Um, not right offhand. I might be able to gather that up for you and and submit okay. it. Okay. 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 I jotted that down. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm Anybody else have any input? On that, I was wondering if NLS had anything, but I we don't have, know. Um, Rick's with has Rick. his hand raised. Okay, Rick. Okay, my better half tells me that uh, you might get that from uh, Blind Mice Mega Mall. Y'all familiar with that? Oh yeah. Is that the Braille and, Bookstore uh, or can no? I give that number? Yes. And so one eight six six. Nine two two eight eight seven seven. Want to give it again? Right. Eight six six nine or two two eight eight seven seven. Okay. Good. Thank you. And you might try independent living aids too. Oh, that's another idea. So thanks to Carol. <laughs> Yay, Carol! Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we have Camilla with her hand raised. Cam Camilla, yes. Hi, Camilla. Welcome. Hello. Um, I just had a question. I don't know whether you're ready for a new topic yet or not, Terry. Sure. If there's no more hands, um, there's no more hands for for that, right, Abraham? No, there's no more okay. hands. Okay, go for it, Camilla. 
Okay. Uh, I got a book recently, and it's not in UEB, and it's not in English Braille American Edition. And I think it was probably in whatever code they used before English Braille American Edition. Uh, does anyone in the group know what that code would have been and uh, when it came into to usage and when it was replaced? Thank Good you. question. Does it look like it's grade one and a half Braille? No. It has okay. a lot of same contractions as English Braille American Edition, but they uh, they put the A in with the and for, of the, and with, and they use the um, for the double quotation mark, they use what you eat, or, uh, English Braille American Edition used for the single. Hmm. All right. So, so does anybody I don't know have what any it input is. on that? <laughs> Do you know what year, did it say what year the copyright um, was on that book? Do, do you remember that, Camilla? Uh, I think it was transcribed in 1985, but wow. at 80, in 85, uh, we were using English, English Braille American editions, so right. I don't think that's how. Yeah. We have Elizabeth with okay, Elizabeth. I, I was going to say, hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. I yeah. was, you know, it. I was going to say that it sounded like the old what we what we used to call grade two, <laughs> which was really, I guess English Braille. I know ne I never understood what English Braille American Edition, how that differed from from what I used to call you uh, grade two Braille. I started reading Braille in like um, say nineteen sixty one maybe well no earlier than that um 1958 or 59 and the braille code stayed pretty stable and pretty much like what you're talking about with american edition i don't know more feedback than that and i do know i got magazines from nls for most of the period between 1960 and maybe 1995. And I'm wondering if it's just American edition and you're not recognizing some of them, you know, maybe, I, I, are they really different? Uh, no, Liz. It's not. You notice uh, occasional differences in contractions or, uh, as I said, the quotation marks are a little different. Well, the, but, quote, um, the quote marks are just the H, the, the, the dropped H, H, the yeah. dropped H, right? No. That, what are they're they? Us they're using, uh, it looks like dot six H for the double quotation marks. Okay, here's another possibility. You may be dealing with, where did you get this from? Uh, I got this from NLS, and it was uh, a uh, Braille on Demand book. Okay. So we may be dealing with something having to do with the translators at this point. So we don't know how they're doing the Braille on Demand books. I would love to know this, by the way. If anybody mm -hmm. ever finds out how they're, whether they're using Duxbury or whatever, please write and ask us and tell us immediately because – it may be the translation software who is that's doing that. I, you know, if they've got a BRF file and they're putting it in, 
you might just have some quirk that maybe wasn't even part of the original that's a thought yeah. book because because i'll tell you quote marks was just dropped h without that preceding dot six for can i interrupt you liz i think yeah. i have solution here this is alice can you yes hear alice me? yes hi hi um i uh, I am assuming that that is a book that was produced in England. In England, the common practice or the actual practice is that double quotation marks are single quotation marks as we have them in the United States. And then it's just the opposite. They reverse the use of single and double quotation marks. So what you are seeing or feeling is the the dot six with the dropped H, that is normally the in BAE, the single quotation mark. But in Great Britain, they're using the single quotation mark the way we use a double quotation mark. Oh. And so it might have been a Marrakesh book, right? Or how do you say that, America? That um, I was... would assume that that was a book yeah, that was from England. Done in That's England. a thought. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that if you read it, quite a number of books that are from uh, Great Britain. And, and would Canada I, be the same as well? Because um, I'm wondering if it was a book me? from, I'm wondering if it would be the same, um, if it was a book from Canada. I'm not certain how Canada does the quotation marks, but I'm, I'm positive about the, about the UK. You know, okay. Great Britain. Oh, but as a follow-up also to the question about the map of the United States, mm -hmm. I believe Jill was looking for a single map that was less complicated rather than a volume. APH, as of December, had a new uh, volume of maps that sounds very nice. I've not ordered it yet, but it sounds wonderful. Um, I, I have one that was done from APH quite a number of years ago that's a wonderful one that's no longer being produced. But I also used to use a single map that was about, say, um, oh, 36 inches by 24-inch size or something. It was possibly you like those atlases. <laughs> all mounting, and it mm -hmm. was only of the continental United States. Mm -hmm. So it was a fairly good-sized map, and it was all done with Braille dots. It was not line drawing. Mm -hmm. That was available a number of years ago from the American Printing House. Now, they may not have that same one, but because of the population that APH serves, I'm, I'm guessing they still have a standalone single-sheet map of the United States. Uh, the only thing is you would have to put your own on that one. The the states were not abbreviated nor marked in. You had to do that yourself. Well, that wouldn't do any good because what if you didn't know? <laughs> oh, well, you get someone else who did, I suppose, to help you. But it was a teaching <laughs> okay. tool is uh -huh. what it was. And I see. So it was, it was a very, very nice map. And I'm sure APH has something like that. If you are looking for that single, uh, just that single uh, map of the United States and not a volume. 
National Braille Press would only have the volumes, and um, so and the new one from APH is you know a volume of maps, but they should have the single one also. Uh, thank you. Over. Thank you, Alice. And I guess um, check also like with the San Francisco Lighthouse for the Blind as well, because it sounds like they do um, individual. Actually, I think they do do individual maps. Um. We have Len Cottle who raised a hand recently. Who was it? I'm sorry. Len Cottle. Oh, yes, Len Coral. Yes, Len. Hi. Hey, hey, Welcome. hey, hey. hey. Um, well, first of all, I love Braille Display, so I wanted to give my vote on yes. that. I have used one since about 1999, <clears throat> and I like it because I have it attached to my computer, but I could also use it for note-taking, mm -hmm. and when... You know, I'm doing schoolwork. It really helps me. And when I have to revise other people's stuff, like I'm in this six-week class, I'm in five of six of that during my dissertation. It really just helps me go faster. And I still use the speech a lot because it's, I'm just so used to it. But if I want to know how to spell something or something like that, or um, or sometimes when I'm getting the email addresses from the leadership list or the conversation list, I can use that to really... Um, you know, take down the uh, copy of the email address. So I find the Braille display very useful. And it's not that I never use a paper Braille. I read the Braille forum and, and stuff like that. But generally, I like my Braille display. And um, I think it's interesting because when I was young, <clears throat> a long, long time ago, um, I got uh, Braille books from the UK. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting at the time was... <clears throat> was that they don't use the capital letter to start a sentence. They don't use dot six to start a sentence. So that's interesting. That's uh, very interesting as well. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lynn. Abraham, anybody else? Um, we have Linda Pie. <laughs> Linda Pie. Welcome, Linda. Hi. I had a little bit of an argument with my device here. <laughs> um, if if I had a a different Braille display, like in my dreams, the brilliant forty, could I read a a, a Bard book on that? Yes, you can, and you can also you read Bookshare books on there. I have one, so that's why I'm I can speak firsthand. Uh, yes, you, you it has to, Bard and and also um, uh, Bookshare. Do you have to do anything special to um, authorize that device? Oh, let me think about that. Mm. I think I just had. Ooh, okay. So I've had it a year, <laughs> um, and then I had another display um, prior to that. So I, mm -hmm. I am not quite sure. I mean, you may want to call and yeah. ask them if you need to register it because I know you do, like with the Victor Stream, for example. Right. Um, that was that was where my question was coming from. Right. Um, but I think I'm thinking that I just um, typed in my username and password. But don't quote me on that. <laughs> like I said, it's yeah. been a year since I've had it. But you might yeah. want to call. You know, call them and ask them. Um, we have Michael sure. Moore. Uh, Mike, maybe you. Maybe Michael might know. Go ahead, Michael. Okay, I would imagine that if it's already in a BRF format, 
then you should be okay. I don't really know about the human wear or anything like, cause I, I use a focus, but if it's a BRF for, if it's a, if it's already BRF format, yeah. then it should be okay. It, it works fine. Uh, this is Larry Johnson. Hey, Larry. Uh -huh. It worked, it works fine. Uh, all you have to do is Bluetooth connected to your phone. If you're using your phone or, uh, or download the uh, the Braille uh, book on your computer, it in and have your Brailleian forty as the uh, default Braille display. So there's no problem. It's very intuitive. It works beautifully. Well, and you can also do. You can also um, download it uh, directly from your. You know, because you just it when, once you type in your username and password. Of course, obviously, you have to have your. Um, your Wi-Fi set up and everything on it, right? And then once you go to you there, if you go to online, and then it has Bard, Bookshare, and Newsline, NFB Newsline, and so you just you just go in and type your password. But then you and then it takes you right away to um, the different mm -hmm. selections, like most popular books, mo you know the yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. latest or whatever, and then you just type it in and you get your book immediately. Yeah, once you're once you're uh, set up with Bard on your phone, you don't have to ever put in another password. You just automatically will click on the link to Bard and it brings you up there and then you can search for a book and you pick Braille if you want Braille and it, it downloads it onto your phone and and uh, immediately you can start reading it with uh, with your Braille device, uh, Braille refreshable Braille, whatever it is. I, I've mm -hmm. done it with both uh, with both Brailleant and with a little kind of pocket uh, Braille, refreshable Braille I have called the mini. But I don't even use my iPhone. I just do it directly with my Brilliant. Just go straight, you know, you hit the barred thing, you, you, t you know, you t type in your username and past. And most of the time you'd only, you only have to do it one time unless, you know, sometimes every once in a while you have to re-enter your, um, your password, but, and then it direct, it just puts it directly onto your BI forty. Yeah, which which uh, version of BI forty do you have? I don't know. I just got it a year ago. Okay, so it must be the the newer one. Yes, so, it is. And and that newer one allows you to do that. The older one, which is I when I have, you, you can't quite do it yet. Oh, that. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the I ones could, they got now that you can do it directly. If I could, I, I wanted to make a little quick announcement because yes, Larry, uh -huh. I, I think uh, I think it's really of interest to a lot of people, and that is that BRL, the Braille Revival League, just recently launched a Braille birthday card exchange among people who would like to, you know, send Braille birthday cards to each other, and it's really a kind of a fun thing, and you can use. Braille birthday cards that you can purchase from different uh, companies, or you can buy a birthday card and Braille it yourself, or you can create your own birthday card. And the way it's set up is uh, they, uh, they, 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 uh, they pool you with three other people. So there are four people in a, in a group and uh, you get the, the information about each of that, each of those three people who are with you, their birthday, and whether they prefer grade one or grade two, as we 
like to call them, and uh, and their and their address, and and uh, and then so you send them a Braille birthday card on their birthday, and they send you one on your birthday, and it's a kind of a fun way to not only provide an opportunity to actually use Braille, particularly with new Braille users. But it also is a kind of a way to get acquainted with people maybe you don't know around the country or around the world. And to do it, all you have to do is to send an email to the uh, uh, to the coordinator, who is Patty Slavy, and some of you may know Patty, and she will take your information. You can uh, write to her at Patty Slavy. It's P A T T Y. Is that a sorry? Is that a um, company email? I'm sorry. Larry? Is that a company email? It's her personal email. Um, that can't be shared on this call. However, uh, um, uh, if you email Feline, uh, you may be able to forward uh, Patty's. No, you need to mail. You need to email. Um, you need to email brl at earthlink.net, and I will get Patty's permission to give her your to trade emails. This is Braille, uh, uh, the Braille Together people. We can help Thank you, you do that. Yeah, Thank it's you so also much. it's also listed in the Braille memorandum if you're subscriber to the Braille Memorandum, or you can go to the Braille Revival League website and uh, you can access their Braille Memorandum and that uh, notice is in their last issues. And and their issue is available to anybody, whether you're a member or not. So right. it's, it's very free, very open. By the way, um, I have... Uh, uh, use some of the maps that uh, National Braille Press has. They were formerly a collection with Brit Princeton, and uh, they really are some excellent maps. They are in volumes, and you can get uh, maps of the United States, different parts of the United States, or the full United States, maps of Europe, of Asia, the Middle East. It's really, really quite a complete collection, and Princeton Press turned them all over to the National Braille Press. They're not inexpensive, I will say that. They are not inexpensive, but they are really well-produced and very, very usable maps if you love reading maps. Thank you, Larry. Abraham, do we have any more hands? We have two um, and 17 minutes to the hour. Thank you. Uh, so it's Camilla. Yes, Camilla. Um, I wanted to thank the people that tried to answer my question. However, uh, the book that I was talking about was produced by the American Printing House for the Blind, and they do use uh, capital letters in this book. They do begin the sentence with a capital letter. I've seen this uh, type of Braille produced by, uh, by hand by some of the older members of uh, some of the groups that I've been uh, in contact with. And I think that it was probably the type of Braille that was used before English Braille American Edition. Now, to speak to what Liz said, um, when you have a title like English Braille American Edition or UEB, 
that implies certain ways of handling specific issues. The idea of uh, grade one and grade two within those types of Braille indicates whether or not you have contracted Braille in the case of grade two, or whether the Braille is a one-to-one -one correspondence with print, uh, which would be grade one or uncontracted. And I just wanted to clear that up for people who might not um, know. So uh, thank you, everyone. And I'll get off now and let you go to the next caller. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Carrie. Um, we do have two raised hands okay. uh, left. So Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hey, hey there. Hey. Um, hi there. It, I, and I go by Elizabeth or Liz, whichever one. Okay. Um, if anybody knows of the contact for um, Braille Revival League of New York, which is the newly formed affiliate, I cannot find it anywhere, and I've had requests for it. So if you can send that to brl at earthlink.net, I would appreciate it. This is the one that Audrey Shading has started, and I cannot find an email for them or any way of um, pay, you know, a PayPal link to pay dues for New Yorkers who wish to be part of their local affiliate uh, Braille Revival League chapter. So if anybody has that, please pass that along. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Liz. Next. And then Hannah. Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Welcome. Hi. I was going to comment about the maps from National Braille Press. I'm not sure which atlases are still available. I have several myself, and I found them actually fairly affordable. The most I ever paid for one was 45 and that was for an atlas that was outline maps of the world, and it's great. Wow. Pretty much covers the entire world, Australia, mm -hmm. the polar regions, you know, the other six continents. Really good. So, unfortunately, yeah, that's not last bad. Time I t What's that? I said, that's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. The last time I checked with them, unfortunately, which is maybe in the past month or so, month or two, unfortunately, they didn't have it at that time, and they're not sure when they were going to get it again. So, hopefully, they'll get it eventually. But if it becomes <clears throat> available again, I highly recommend it. Thank you, Hannah. That would, and that would cover the United States, too. Mm -hmm. Blue States. Good. Thank you. Anybody else? Um, um, we had Estelle for uh, Bachelor with a hand. Okay. Estelle, did you want to say anything else? Yes. Yes. Thank okay. you. Uh -huh. uh, I have... I have an old question, and I'm just really having trouble getting uh, results on that. Uh, some time ago, somebody mentioned about using the dot five as a numerical space so that you don't have to reuse the number sign or other kinds of symbols. And I've been trying to figure out if this is accurate. 
And I even called Banna, and it's difficult to talk to anybody there. You leave messages, and I don't always hear back. And sometimes I hear back, and they don't know, and they're going to tell somebody, but it's really been difficult. And I've started using that in my own personal stuff, and I really like it. It's really simple to do. But I wondered if anybody has any updated information on whether or not that is an accurate symbol. It's not in my symbols list, but somebody had mentioned that it is used. That's the dot five is a numerical space. So Thank you're you. basically saying, uh, like, if you have a telephone number, like 111 is the area code, and then you would do, do a dash, and then you would do the no, no, it, three digits and then the dot five? All you use is the dot five, and you use it in phone numbers. You can use it in uh, uh, addresses. You can use it in time when you're writing down the time for something, uh, you know, from the clock. And uh, it's just, it's great. It's called, they called it a numerical space. And I just wondered if anybody has any more information about that, if it's really accurate or somebody's just enjoying doing it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm taking the um I'm taking the Braille transcribing course right now and so far I have not run into that, but who are they I'm that only call on twelves. So who are they have? that are calling this in numeric space? Yeah, who are they? Somebody um, called into this program probably a couple months ago. And I believe uh, that it was Dolan. Oh, Dolan. If, okay. if, if my memory Dorland. serves. Okay. And Dolan has raised a hand. <laughs> Go ahead, Dolan. Yeah, I do remember this call. I'm actually I'm going, trying to find the UEB rule book right now to find where it mentions it specifically. But yes, the numeric space, the dot five is um, one of the ways that you can uh, keep from terminating numeric mode. Um, this is a thing. And I think I was actually perhaps backing you up, Ibrahim, because I know the international community uses the numeric space more often than we do here in America. Yes, you are. I think they also use that dot five as a something they call a con to continue a line from one to another. You know, if you're uh, writing something and you get to the end of your line, you can use a dot five to continue that line. That might be in, bra in Braille music. I don't know if that's a dot oh. five, but I have seen something like in Braille music, like when you're, you know, they have that little dot there at the end of a line and then it's continuing. Okay. So I don't know. Um, so if Dorland finds it before we get off of here. <laughs> and <laughs> Can, can quote have, it to us, um, that'd be great. Or somebody else knows. Yes, Abraham? We have nine minutes to the hour, and okay. Hannah's raised is uh, Hannah, yes. As far as the line continuation indicator, I think that's what it's called. I've seen that used in, like, web addresses where it takes up more than one line. Mm-hmm. Right. And that and email addresses. And I, Dorland will have much more accurate information than I do, but I think I may have seen the numerical space used, the dot five used. One time I wondered, what on earth is this? That makes perfect sense where I mm -hmm. thought. 
Well, it's so nice because that way you don't have to stop and think, do I use a comma or a period or a colon or what am I going to use in between these numbers? So I, I find it very easy and, and nice to use. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, the, the, continuation, the line continuation indicator is something I've seen a lot and even use it myself for okay. web addresses, email addresses, etc. Right. Thank you. Okay, we have no more raised hands. No more raised hands. And Dorlin, I... I... Go ahead. Oh, wait. Sorry, I was just going to say we have eight minutes. Oh, thank you. Um, And I guess, Dorlin, are you still searching for that information? If you are, you can just unmute and say yes or no. Yeah, sorry, I had to get back to the window. I'm I'm furiously oh, looking for it. Okay, I'm going to try okay, and find it. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. Well, that's a that is a good question. Um, does anybody else have any input on that, Rick? Um, or, oh, go ahead, Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth. I actually have input about Dorlin because Dorlin is finicky and obsessive about Braille and she will look up and run things to ground and she does it in this this charming way that makes it seem like it's easy and fun and that is really what we do at Braille Together in Braille Room is we take these things that people think might be hard like learning this or that or whatever if you're a beginner you know, I can't feel this or I can't feel that. And we make it fun. And she does fun. I mean, she is definitely the, the fun part of the Dorlin Liz combo. It's so cool. So oh, that's cool. This is just me um, riffing on Dorlin while she does this other <laughs> stuff. So come to, come to Braille together. Yeah, please do. <laughs> on Saturday night, you're all welcome. It's a great place for people who know Braille really well because we do these these fun topics. And we do and we do things like do drawings. I mean, once a, once a month we do game drawing um, Saturday night, and then other times we do all kinds of other fun topics. She comes up with all this stuff. It's great. I mean, I just you know, I'm I'm just it's so cool. Um, and and it will be our one year anniversary of Braille Room at the end of August. So it's been a roaring success. We need we need new learners or we need people who want to come in and work on stuff. And we've got people who are really good at UEB like Dorlin and stuff who'll track stuff down. And I'll tell you, if Dorlin and Hannah can't find something, it's not out there, guys. It's just not out there, kids. Okay, I'm muted. We have um, three more raised hands. Yes, go ahead. Michael. More. Yes, Michael. With, with the numerical space, I've noticed it with JAWS in like, I want to say JAWS starting in, I want to say uh, JAWS 2021 or 20, I think it was 2021. I think they started using the numerical space. Oh, okay. So when I'm, when you're using a Braille display, mm-hmm. you see a phone in space and if there's a, because what it is, because I, I also check out like with you, just even with the speech on, it says space, but on the display, it shows a dot five. Interesting. So can you give like an example? For example, like a telephone number, you know, say, you know, five, 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 six, six, two, nine or something like, you know, because you would like five, 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 dot five, and then six, six, two, nine. Oh, interesting. And, so that you know, does it, save it, space it, it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It really does. 
when you even even if you even if it's a Zoom number or whatever, there's the group of however many numbers there is. Then there's a dot five. You know, if there's a space in between there or whatever, so the the dot five is a is a is awesome. Okay. Thank you. Um, we else? do have Estelle and Scott Edwards. Can we okay. go to Scott since he hasn't um, contributed before? I appreciate okay. that. Um, <laughs> I can't help wondering, too, if this numeric space thing is common in 16-digit uh, uh, Visa and MasterCard numbers. Hmm. So that, might that would be make sense. Counter something like that. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. They often space to separate four in groups of the numbers and group the digit, separate right. into groups of four digits for a 16 digit card number like that. That's sure. Your suggestion as to where you might encounter that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have Estelle. Estelle. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, Dorian Dorland, I think is her name. Yes. And she was giving her email and said her name was in the email, and I couldn't understand how it was spelled. How do you spell her name? I think it's D-O-R-L-Y-N. Okay. Okay. It didn't sound like that on my phone. Of course, my hearing isn't that good anyway. Thank you very much. And if Dorlin, if, if you cannot find this by the time we need to get off, what you can do is... Um, you can send. Well, I have an email address for you, Terry, um, that Ibrahim okay. sent out last okay. week, and I can email you it. I'm yeah, sorry, do that. I'm and not then, finding it fast enough. No, that's okay. No, that's perfectly fine. And then what we can do is next week, we do have a poll star next week. Um, but what we can do is at the beginning, um, you know, you can, we can answer that question. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Okay. And if, um, but you can still send it to me in case you are not able to be on this call. Otherwise you can answer the, the question, but I'll have it as a backup in case you're not able to be on the call. We have um, two minutes to the hour. Okay. Alrighty. And if there's no more hands, I would like to thank everybody. I'd like to thank Deb for our, our, our streamer for streaming. I love Braille. I would like to thank Ibrahim, our wonderful host, and I'd like to thank everyone who participated, all those who just listened, and for everyone's wisdom, like I said, next week we will have our poll star. It's going to be Hannah, and we hope that you all have a wonderful week.